0: We all know how to fold a paper plane, but what if we could fold a more elaborate structure and do it out of metal? And what if those structures became lighter, stronger, and less prone to quality glitches than traditional welding together of separate elements? What if it looks cool too? Steelride is a Swedish company that does just that. And here's my conversation with Steelride founder, Jonas Nyvän. You are folding metal into different origami shapes and creating amazing objects like electric bikes and such. Is that is that a good description of what you do?
1: I think that's a, a very accurate description. And we're creating a, a value chain and a, and a software around this. And we're also realizing a, a first demonstrator and proof of concept, which is an electric bike uh, that we call Sport Utility Scooter 1 so we're right now finalizing the pre-series which will be uh, available in our work showroom in august september uh, for view uh, and uh, later on in this fall as a test drive the fun thing is that it's been very appreciated uh, around the globe actually it started out uh, really like one half a year ago when we shared some renderings on our site and our Instagram channel, suddenly it was picked up by um, a blog uh, called the uh, All Motorcycle Blog and uh, it just started spreading. So we got media publicity in Germany, in France, in the UK and US in, and it ended up in like one of the biggest uh, uh, news uh, forums in around bikes in India. So we, we, when we realized, you know, the appreciation of that uh, globally, we thought, you know, we just have to do something with this. We have to start a company and uh, take this to market.
0: So, I mean, it does look amazing when you look at it. It looks like folded origami metal. But is that the main benefit, the aesthetics? Or are there any functional benefits of folding metal like that?
1: The functional benefits that we've seen from the technology is that we can remain the same strength and, or even increase the strength of the structure uh, while decreasing weight uh, and substantially decreasing the number of components because we weld, we don't weld uh, many components together. We fold them together. And we also create a, a structure that's unibody. That's uh, So we, we don't leave, need a lot of different uh, materials. Uh, the, the strength of the steel actually uh, protects the bike all the way through.
0: So, so the motorbike itself—that's that's not your. It's more of a proof of concept. You are a materials company or a construction method company, or how, how would you define that?
1: We call ourselves a design and technology company. We're developing a software and a method around flat sheet folding. It's been called industrial origami in the press, and we we call that steel fold. And uh, the bike we call steel ride.
0: So, will we be seeing folded? cars very soon or what do you think what is the future here
1: I were, I we're we're actually talking to a car company now with high sustainability ambitions so hopefully we we can see a car out in the, in a couple of years
0: it sounds like one of those ideas that's born in a bar with somebody sitting around folding a napkin with his friend or something but how did this come about
1: it's uh it was actually on a dinner uh three and a half year ago uh where where i was uh, uh, sitting with my, one of my best friends, uh, Tuber Bayer, who's an industrial designer. And he had this dream about designing uh, an electric scooter since he was 19 years old. Uh, but that was not folded. Uh, f- folding was actually a, an invention that he came up with regarding his career, working with a lot of different companies from BMW motorcycles to Samcon to... Uh, Husqvarna and Scania, you know, that there, there is a, a gap in the market between actually working with a Meta Workshop, which bend weld and, and nib things together, and uh, the more advanced forming that the uh, automobile and transportation companies do with stamping so you use uh, a lot of pressure to stamp materials into shapes and uh, he was exploring the the bit in between how to actually fold something into a advanced design uh, and increase the refinement in that way
0: it, it sounds like when you build something in this way i would imagine that it's There are less sources of error, like there are less welds that can be uh, not well done or, you know, it sounds like you could have a fairly high level of quality if you fold things.
1: Yeah, you have to have a very, very precise uh, uh, folding to actually uh, be able to to make it uh, highly sustainable and strong so it's it's very it's very precise art and that's why we need the software to actually find the folds so it fits together perfectly and as you say when we have actually fitted together in a 3d plane it's much stronger and it also doesn't need as much uh, material thickness it's a very hard thing to to actually find the the folds so it doesn't break because if you fold the wrong way you you can break the structure as well of
0: course so do you, do you, have you, st- obviously, I guess you have studied a lot of Japanese origami for this and looking at how things are done.
1: Yeah, actually we, we have, and uh, we read numerous research papers. We, we visited the, the Swedish origami master out in the suburb in Stockholm, but we, I mean, we're, we're free than working from a, qu- like quadrant, uh, paper or, a. Uh, we we also use uh, lasering to find the the actually right way to fold things. So we cut out first with laser weld, and then we we fold into structures.
0: Yeah, they would they would think you were cheating a little bit. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so what kind of of metals do you, do you use? Do you use all kinds of different metals, or are there certain ones that are better for folding? And we're we're
1: exploring. Uh, Steel stainless steel cold rolled warm road uh aluminium uh the most common metals around
0: right so you would imagine that making a car out of folded aluminum would be pretty awesome and light
1: yeah, it would be light and uh, and uh, very strong and uh, we're we're uh, that's what we're to explore now
0: so the goal is to 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 be on the f one circuit and and beat all the carbon fiber cars with your Folded aluminum car.
1: Uh, we haven't uh, pictured that really, but but it might be a future goal. That would be nice. My, actually, my my co-founder Tua Bayer, he he did uh, construct a sport race car before this. So from start to end, actually working with uh, the legendary Bisarini, uh, who made the first uh, one of the first Ferraris
0: that's cool but so but since you since okay so you're not a bike company you are a technology company and as such maybe it would be interesting to talk to all the other companies in the business i mean in sweden we have some pretty interesting companies in both electric bikes and electric cars and electric boats and
1: and we're doing that at the moment we're we're talking to one of the bigger startups in boats right now and we're we're also talking to a big battery maker uh, in Sweden, and, and uh, we're, we're talking to a lot of uh, different interested parties.
0: How, how did you end up here? What, what was your story before this? Because I realized you're sitting at the dinner, seeing that, and you know, an entrepreneurial mind will, will catch a good idea when he sees it and make something out of it. But is that your background too, like coming from entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah, like uh, early when I started uh, working after studying, uh, I I started as an entrepreneur with a company called Ape Group uh, and uh, was the co-founder there. And then after that, I started a advertising agency called State of the Arts uh, and did uh, a lot of branding work. So, but then I uh, then I was in the in the kind of employee uh, segment after a while, and so I was working as an employee for about ten years. You know, loaning to get back into entrepreneurship, which uh, I mean, I'm I'm quite uh, amazed that it took so long time. But it's uh, it's it's finding that context and and also kind of getting the time to develop it, especially when you get uh, you know you get a bit older in life to take that jump with three kids and a uh, family and and you know getting that uh, kind of support, yeah. uh, so you, so you can take the jump. Breaking that golden cage.
0: Yeah, yeah. The the bronze handcuffs, I I, I used to talk about it before. So they're bronze because they're not making you super rich, but they're good enough to keep you in your place for a while. Yeah,
1: it's maybe not the golden cage. It's probably like the bronze cage.
0: (laughs) So you took the leap there. And then what happens then? What are the first steps you take in something like this? I mean, we
1: were quite lucky because we, we had opportunity to to get the research funding uh, as, a, as a start. And, uh, and that was from the Swedish steel trade organization, uh, Jan Contourit, and the strategic innovation program, Metallic Materials, funded by Vinova. So, so we, we had one year to create a, a prototype or a proof of concept of the bike. And we did that uh, together with a num- number of uh, companies that we got help from. So getting that uh, that year was like uh, key for us to kind of develop that idea into something we could get funding on. And the funding part was positive in a way that we we managed to get a lot of publicity and an interest in the bike before we actually got uh, into that stage.
0: Right. So, so then and then you went out fundraising or what happened? What happened next?
1: Yeah, we we uh, we developed a business plan and we we went uh, to like people we we knew and people we didn't know. We got uh, initial seed financing for actually developing the bike for real. So um, we got some really nice uh, investors that uh, believed in us, and I think that they're still around and been supporting us ever since. So. I think that's that's also key that you have people involved that believe in you and uh, support you and, and actually taking the dream to real life.
0: Right, and and you coming from branding and communication and, and all that helps, I guess, when, when visualizing and making this into something attractive for people to jump on.
1: I think, I mean, a, a funny story is that uh, Jan Contour, at the steel organization, he was like, yeah, it's so great with you guys, you know, you started doing an animated logo. We've never seen that for a research project before. (laughs) So so we did a folded unicorn uh, out of steel and uh, just to conceptualize what we wanted to do. So kind of capturing that into a strong story, uh, I think is key as well to, to actually take it from a research project to something that's commercially viable.
0: Right yeah of course and I think also there there's something to entrepreneurship that is a lot about making a really strong visualization of what you want to make in terms of a story and in terms of you know creating all the, basically a brand around it and uh both for you and but also for for everybody else that you want to invest in it or or work with you or whatever else
1: it looks it looks shit uh, it's not as fun no, <laughs> or if it uh, lo- if it looks uh, you know uninteresting, it's like, yeah, it's not it's not that great.
0: So what where are you at now? What is the next thing, the next phase for you guys in in, in the company?
1: I mean, right now we're we're uh, developing the 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 fully functional road legal bike, and uh, as to make sure we we tell the whole story from actually idea to to market and. Uh, we're taking that's going to be ready this fall so we're then we're uh, planning to you know launch that into pre-orders uh on our site uh, from October and then uh, we're we're producing yeah setting up a production plant a micro factory uh in Nakasrand and then at the same time we we we're, we're talking to all these interested uh parties into, uh, that are interested in our technology. So we're actually hiring people for that to, to actually develop that technology. We're doing this, we're developing the software from a beat to something that can be commercialized. And we're uh, also testing out the, the, the robotics now. So creating a, a machine that can take this into, into production. Yeah, so there's a lot of things going on, uh, and we got a great, fantastic team now. It's about uh, twenty people with consultants, uh, and uh, working on uh, everything from the mechanics of the steering to to folding enclosures to folding bridges, etc.
0: Wow! Awesome. Well, I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing what you make out of this, and and uh, I guess you know we'll be seeing everything from folded boats and cars and furniture and whatever you know in the future. Exciting times and exciting that it comes from from Sweden.
1: Yeah, I think things should be folded in Sweden. I think that's uh, one of the things we we believe really strongly in that we should not import stuff from Asia or exploit our. We should we should develop things here or where where the customer is. So we can take the technology to where the customers, and it might be in China in the But that then we want to close close the loop and produce close, so so we don't need to transport things all over the world.
0: Right. So designed and folded in Sweden. Yes. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. This was super inspiring to hear, and uh, I, I'm sure a lot of people have ideas now for things they want to fold, and you know, that, then you know, they should get in touch with you. Yeah, please do. All right, cool. So thank you and uh, talk soon. Thank you.